Well, good afternoon, everybody. This is Jason Kokenzie with Building Wealth Now. I am so glad that you guys are here today. If you are a guest today, I'm very thankful for you being here for the first time. If you are a longtime listener but not ha have not hit that subscribe button, we'll make sure that you do so. And for those of subscribers on here, I appreciate you as always. It's so fun to be able to get to talk with you people from all around the country and the world. And I'm excited today because we have a uh, awesome guest here who I've been following for a while, but really haven't had a big conversation with her. Her name is Stephanie Baker, and uh, she lives out of Indiana. She's an entrepreneur uh, and has been in several businesses. And I'm going to learn a little bit about her myself that I'm sure I don't even know about. And so I'm excited about getting to know her, getting to know what she has done in her uh, life and in her business. And ultimately here, as always, we're just here to inspire you. And I know that there's several people out there who... Um, you know, you're, you're a entrepreneur and you're just looking to say, hey, I would really love to in business, but you have this excuse, you have this excuse, you have this excuse. And Stephanie today uh, has children. And so she's busy with that. Uh, in fact, this whole podcast was actually supposed to be shot last week, but because of children, uh, not that that's a bad thing, uh, but because of children, we had to book it for this week. So no big deal. That's life. And, and you're never going to be able to stop life. And life is just part of the equation. And so I'm excited to, to learn about Stephanie today and uh, get to have her inspire you guys. So why don't we just jump in? Stephanie, welcome. Glad to have you on here. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Good. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to this opportunity. Uh, Stephanie lives up in Indiana and uh, she uh, told me the, the weather right now is not that great, but uh, we, we get to hopefully warm all of your guys' hearts with the story today. Uh, so as always, Stephanie, I like just to jump in and kind of just hear about your life, your story. Why in the world did you think it was so exciting to be an entrepreneur? And uh, then we can just get all that stuff and you can go back as far as you want in your life and just kind of how you got to where you are today. Okay. Well, I never thought it was going to be exciting to be an entrepreneur. Um, that was not something that was ever in my mind growing up. It was not something that I ever really thought about in college. Um, I have a college degree in graphic design. So by trade, I'm a graphic designer, um, but I don't really do much of that anymore except for myself and my own personal business. Um, I went to college, you know, left college, got a job, um, really, really was gunning for that um, salary job, right? Because when you go to college, your whole goal is to be on salary because that, you know, for some reason is like a, a checkbox. And um, I did that. I got a really great job out of college and um, I was not super happy with the salary part of the job because nobody tells you that when you get put on salary, you work your butt off and it's all for the same pay, right? So right then in my early 20s, a light bulb kind of went off and was like, this, this isn't really what I thought it was going to be. Um, and then I met my husband who is an entrepreneur. He has an entrepreneur spirit. Um, he has always wanted, you know, always worked for himself and um, you know, his spirit about that really, really got to me and made me start thinking about being a business owner. And fast forward a little bit, we, um, we worked together at a job that we did, you know, we were not business owners at the time we worked together and, um, we decided at one point to venture out on our own and create our own business, which we did. It was brick and mortar business. Um, it was in the apparel industry, which if you don't know about the apparel, uh, the apparel industry, it is a very difficult industry. 
Um, it's fast moving, it's trend based, and it's hard. Um, we were lucky enough to be in a very, very specialized industry. We were in the dancewear industry, um, and we had a great business um, for eight years. We were in over 1,500 stores all across the country and, um, you know, a few other countries as well. Um, but, you know, the economy takes over and, and things, you know, specialized uh, products that we were, we were, that we were creating were not something that people were going into the stores to buy anymore. And not, not even that, but dance stores were just kind of on the decline. And so um, if you've never owned a traditional business, you don't realize how stressful it is. Um, you know, we were working 70 hours a week. You have payroll taxes, you have inventory, you have employees, you have, I mean, it's just, it's so much. And I, I, people don't really truly understand how much stress it is. And so one day we just looked at each other and said, it's too much. I, I had just had a baby and, um, you know, I wanted to stay home with that baby. And, and I was lucky enough that, you know, I could stay home when I wanted, but there were times when, you know, I had to pack him up and go to the shop and, you know, strap him on my chest and work because you're a business owner and that's what you have to do. Um, so fast forward a little bit, we decided to close down our business and get regular jobs. Yay for regular jobs, right? Um, and that was great. It was wonderful for a while until that entrepreneur spirit kicks in again and says, there's got to be more to life than this regular job. I mean, it's a cycle. <laughs> so um, that is kind of where my network marketing journey started. I was a preschool teacher after, I, after we closed our business simply because I wanted to be with my son. Um, and so I decided to just pick up a preschool teaching job so that he could be in preschool and I could be right there with him. I'm a bit of a hover mother and um, it just wasn't cutting it for me. So a friend of mine was posting about this network marketing business. I knew nothing. I mean, absolutely nothing, but she was making money. And so I wanted to make money too. I mean, that is literally as simple as it was. Um, and I caught the bug, man, I caught that network marketing bug. And when you catch it, it just doesn't go away and you get, you know, it's, it's exciting and it's fun and the possibilities are endless when it comes to network marketing. Yeah. And I think that is often the way it goes is that, uh, that bug is caught and then it's just run. So, so obviously you're in network marketing. It's very clear, obviously from what we've already talked about. And so we've been doing kind of multiple podcasts in a row on network marketing. And you just said, I'm, didn't really know a whole lot about it, but she was making money and I liked that. And that was as little as it was. So um, there, there's a bunch of people out here who, who they're just like, oh yeah, I've heard of network marketing. Oh, you had one of those friends and all that kind of stuff. Um, but what, what was it that stuck out to you as far as network marketing? Was it just the money side or was there anything else that really just said network marketing looks like a good opportunity to you? Okay. So I, I will be, I mean, I'll be completely honest. When I first got started, I was like, I just need extra income. I mean, I really just need extra income. But what I found, and, and I will be very clear that my first business was not successful. Like I was not successful at all. And I think that's really important because we see these successful network marketers or these online marketers and we think, man, they must have something I don't have. Like they have this huge following but it's something that you can build. And I didn't have that starting out. I literally had 241 Facebook friends when I started network marketing. And um, I just, I did what I was told. I was very teachable. 
And what I liked about it was it was super, super simple. I wouldn't say it was easy because network marketing is not easy, but the concept is simple. I mean, it's relationship building. Um, I'm not a social person at all. I, I stay home. Um, I don't go out. I don't, I just, I'm, I'm a homebody, but network marketing works so well for me because I'm a homebody and I, I can talk to people online. Um, I'm just not, I'm, I personally don't build my business face to face. And that is something that is a huge draw for me because I can be home. I can be home with my kid. I can pick him up after school. I'm home for spring break. I'm home for summer. I'm home for Christmas break. Um, so all of that time freedom is really, really, really what started drawing me to, um, love network marketing even more. Now, whenever I left my first company and I went to my second company, I became very successful. And it wasn't because I built this huge network or, um, I mean, it, it wasn't because of anything that I felt like um, I really did in my first business other than just being a sponge. I mean, I just took all of that knowledge and every single itty bitty piece that I could come up with from trainings and I just kept applying them and applying them. And my second business was very, very successful. Granted, it was with a product that was super, super hot. So um, I think that, you know, there are so many different facets to network marketing that you have to consider. You have to consider, um, you know, what you're passionate about, because if you aren't passionate about your company or your products, it doesn't matter how great you can sell. Um, it's not going to work. And I tell people that all the time. Um, you know, I want people to obviously check out what I'm doing, but I want people to just find a business that they love because I'm also in this to help other people. And it may not be with me. It may not be um, with the company that I'm with, but if I can point them in the direction of network marketing and see them have a career that takes off like that is, that's absolutely special. Um, now that kind of got off on a little tangent there, but um, so, yeah, I mean, the time freedom, the income, and just the flexibility of running it on your own. I mean, you basically have your own business without all of that overhead. Yeah. You said several things in there that I, I like. Um, you talked about the fact that it's it's not easy, but it's simple. And I love that because that is very true about network marketing. I, I get blown away when you really, when you take everything about network marketing aside to think what you're really doing and the fact that you can make an insane income by really just telling a story. I mean, we're professional right. storytellers. I mean, in all, in all reality, that's what we do. And you can make an insane amount of money. So I like the fact that you said it's simple. It's not easy. And the reason why it's not easy is not because the business model itself. The reason why it's not easy is because the mindset and fear that we have often of rejection or people or just whatever. So I appreciate that you said that. Now, I'm going to play the devil's advocate for just a second here. Sure. And uh, I hope I don't catch you off guard. Obviously, for those of you who have been listening to my podcast for any time, for those of you who are part of iteachfreedom.com, you know I'm a, I'm a avid and, and fan of network marketing. And not only that, but I'm in the, in the industry, been in it for over 10 and a half years, and I love the industry. But something I hear so, so often, and it's irritating to me. So instead of all my crowd hearing it from me again, why don't I hear it from you? We have a lot of people, you kind of already highlighted, but I just really want to focus on it again and just have you reiterate this. You talked about relationships, that this is about relationships. So you have all these people at the time say, well, you know, you just really prey on your friends and family. You're, you're a predator. You know, you, you pester them and you, you try to quarter them and, and, and sell to them. And so network marketing is really about preying on your friends and family. What do you say to that? Why, why is that even a thing? 
No, that's not a thing. Um, okay, if you're going to go to a movie and you like the movie, you're going to go tell your sister, hey, I went to this movie and I really liked it. What is the difference between doing that and sharing a product that you like? Um, there's no difference. Um, you're not trying to force people to buy your product. You're simply sharing it or you're not forcing them to join your business. You're sharing it and saying, hey, this is what it's done for me. Maybe it could do that for you. Um, and I actually run my business a little bit differently than most people. I don't start out with my warm market. Um, and a lot of people do, but I don't have, like I said, I am a homebody. Like I don't go out and go to, you know, big cookouts. And I, it's just not in my nature. I enjoy being home in the calmness of my home. So I don't have that huge warm market. And um, for me, like you, it's just, it's not necessary. You can build your audience, um, but you should never, ever feel bad. I'm so sorry. You should never, ever feel bad for sharing a good product or a good company ever, in my opinion. It doesn't matter who it's with, but um, yeah, you should never feel like you're targeting your friends and family because that's just not how it is. And I think that that is just a bad rap that the, that the industry has gotten. Of yeah, course, there are bad ways to do it, mm -hmm. but if you are taught the proper ways to talk to people, then it, it doesn't feel like that at all. Yeah. And there's so many things about that because ultimately when all is said and done, if there's something that I feel can really give value to something or somebody, even if it's friends and family, I want to tell them, I mean, Absolutely. wholeheartedly. Right? right. And so that's important for people to understand. Um, second thing about that is that, you know, the network marketing industry is trying to change. So MLM is a slang term. It's actually not even technically what the industry is called. It's called network marketing. For those of you people out there who, who just want to use that slanderous co concept, uh, we're trying to actually change it to social, not we, there's a lot of people who are trying to change it to social sharing. I'm not necessarily in favor or against that, but guys, we are just sharing. If I like a restaurant, I'm a foodie and I love going to new restaurants and I'm the first person to post it on Facebook and say, oh, you got to check this restaurant. That's me. And I, I just, I love going to new restaurants, um, but I share. And I share, I'll say this, this sounds cheesy and corny because it is. I share because I care. Uh, bottom line, right? And so I appreciate you that you said that. And, you know, the other thing that you said that I really like is the fact that you don't start off with your warm market, which is neither a bad thing. Or, or a good thing. It's just what you do. And it's totally fine. A lot of people don't know how to do business. And so they do, in a sense, what their, their knee jerk reaction is. But the one thing that you added up with that is the fact that you need to learn. It's not just simply go out there and talk to people. So I love that you said that. Now, with all that being said, let's go back to your story here for just a second. And you said that, well, I was with a different company before. Mm -hmm. And it didn't sound like it went so well. But... <laughs> Maybe it did. Maybe it didn't. That's just how you came across. And I don't mean to be offensive in any way, shape or form. But the one thing I liked about what <laughs> I am an open book. Okay. The one thing I did like what you said is that you took what you learned from there and you instituted it into, into this, this next company. So I, I fully often say the concept, I never fail. I only learn or I win. And that's, that's my, I like that. That's my, that's my mantra in business because we have to fill forward. Success always has failures. So when you look back at that first network marketing company, because I'm positive there's tons of people on this podcast who've been in network marketing before, and they say something like, oh, that doesn't work or whatever. So tell me maybe some of the big lessons you learned from the first network marketing company to jump into that second network marketing company and make it successful. What, what were those things that maybe really was the mind shift there? 
Um, okay, so the first one was you have to love your company and products. Um, I jumped into this company because my friend was doing it and she was making really good money, which, you know, fine, but it wasn't the right company for me. Um, it, it just wasn't the right product and wasn't the right company, but I gained valuable knowledge. I gained valuable training. And the one thing that I can take away from that company is I saw that it works. I saw that network marketing works. And so I knew that if I just found the right company and I found the right product for me, I could make it work. Um, I truly believe that everything happens for a reason. And I started with that company for a reason. Um, and it was just to get my feet wet. I think, um, my friend who I joined, she's not even in network marketing anymore and that's okay. She decided it wasn't for her, but look at what she has done for my life. I mean, just bringing me into the business, bringing me into the industry has completely changed my life. And I am still going with it and changing so many other people's lives in the process, showing them how that you don't have to go to work and work eight to five every single day. Like you just don't have to in today's times. And so for me, um, that first company, it was simply just a stepping stone. It was a get your feet wet, figure out what doesn't work. Um, the company that I was with uh, trained in a very certain way. And as even though I was learning that, um, that structure of how they did it, in my heart, I felt like it wasn't right. Like that was not how I felt good doing it. So I knew when I went to my next company, I wasn't going to do it this way, but I was going to morph it into something that I felt comfortable with. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. And and I, I think there's so many times that people, well, I don't know if you know who Andy Andrews is. Uh, one of my favorite authors, he says something I've listened to speak several times at conferences and different, different things. And one of the phrases he says, you've got to play the game that no one else knows that they're playing. And I think so often people hear something from somebody and they feel like that's the way I need to do it. Yeah. And that, that's a problem often because ultimately what ends up happening is you sound like everybody else and so that everybody else drowns you out. So I love that you said that. We need to modify and change and grow. And I think that's so important for people to understand that, that you may have a person who's super successful at whatever type of business. I don't care what it is. It can be network marketing, it can be drop shipping, it can be real estate, it can be wholesale. I don't really care. But they have their style because it works for them. Mm-hmm. And so not that you can't take the lessons that they've learned because you certainly can, but you've got to make it you. And I think I'm, I'm assuming that when you teach your team in network marketing, you say, well, here's some scripts, say these things, right? But I, and then I always say, take what you love, leave what you don't. Yeah. Because you have to feel comfortable saying things. Um, I mean, of course there's going to be scripts, but I tell them like, these are just like guidelines of how to start the conversation. Cause believe it or not, in today's times, so many people have no idea how to talk to people. <laughs> um, and I think that is that, I think that's one of the scariest things with network marketing is people have to actually have conversations and we've kind of gotten away from, I mean, it, it's, it's more social than people are comfortable with. So I like to give scripts and then say, dissect this, add your own personality. This is just a starting point because like you said, you don't want to sound like the person next to you because that's not you. Like you want to sound like you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, when I teach my team, 
you know, obviously we have people from, you know, late teens, 18, 19 to, you know, 70, 80 years old. And I said, you got to be appropriate with how you communicate with somebody. I know that when I call a 20 something, I call them, what's the emergency? You know, what's the problem? So did somebody <laughs> die? Right. And, and, and then you text me. That's right. Exactly. And, and I thought because you called, it was like somebody was dying. And I was just like, okay, that point taken, I will text you or Facebook message you or Instagram message you or whatever. And so I think that's important for, for people to understand too. So I really appreciate that you say that. So when, when you look at network marketing as a whole, what, what makes you wake up in the morning that you're excited to, to build network marketing? A few things. So I, um, I mean, I have a very green personality, which means that like, I love organization and I ask a bajillion questions about everything. Um, but I also like, I, I, I'm not super competitive with other people, but I'm very competitive with myself. And if I say, I want to hit that rank by that time, then I want to hit that rank by that time. And so I want to get up in the morning and I want to do whatever it takes to get to that point. But I also, I want my team to do the same thing. So I know them personally, my team, they are very, very close. They are very close friends. I know what their kids are going through. I know what their, that, you know, their, their, uh, you know, their father is sick or their, you know, their mother is, you know, moving in with them, whatever it is. And I know that there are so many people on my team who need this business and they need the income. Um, there are also people on my team who need the connection. And so I, for me, my team motivates me every day to get up and to do the things that I need to do to grow our team so that they can grow as well. I mean, it's definitely a people business. Yeah, I have uh, one of the top earners in, in the company I'm with. Uh, the first time I ever heard her speak, she said, literally the first words out of her mouth, and she, she makes deep six figures right now, but it's just funny because the very first things that she said out of her mouth, she's like, I hate people. I'm like, Wow. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. But here she is killing it, you know, and right. it's just, it's, it's interesting to see that we all have our personal growth journey. And um, tell me a little bit about that, because I'm assuming you're very aware about personal growth when it comes to network marketing. Um, tell me about, was that a surprise to you, the personal growth journey that you, you came on when you jumped into network marketing, or was that something you were kind of expecting? Oh, I had no clue. Like no idea that that was, had anything. I literally thought, okay, I'm joining this company. I got to sell this stuff, right? I mean, that, that was my mindset from whenever I first joined, but um, the personal growth is incredible. And it's something that I didn't expect at all. Um, so let me give you a little example. When I was in college, I was so terrified of public speaking that um, you had to take like this survey before your freshman speech class. And I actually tested out of it because I had so much anxiety that they told me they didn't even want me to take the class in person. Now I did take the class and I was terrified. It was horrible and I would sweat and it was awful. But, um, my, one of my biggest, uh, goals is to be a main speaker at a company convention, which to me is hilarious because I am not a public speaker and I've never wanted to do that. But through this journey, and through training my team and creating videos and creating content, I have decided that I really, really enjoy public speaking. Um, and so that is a personal growth of mine that I never saw. I never saw it coming. Um, something else that I speak a lot about um, and I make a lot of posts about is confidence. Like there's nothing wrong with having self-confidence. And I feel like in this day and age, 
for some reason, we have put a negative outlook on having self-confidence. Having self-confidence isn't cocky. It's not conceited. It's simply saying, I know that I can do the things that I set myself out to do. And that's okay to like speak it to the world. Like there's nothing wrong with that. And I wish we could instill more self-confidence into our youth um, so that when they get older, they don't have to have this super long personal growth journey that it's, it's started. If there's a basis there already. Uh, I laugh that you say that. Um, I may, we even had this conversation last week. I, you know, obviously we talk to people all the time, but I just laugh because I used to teach school myself and I, I taught uh, secondary education. I actually taught speech class. So public speaking for me was always something I actually enjoyed, loved it since day one type of thing like that. But in plays, obviously I've been able to speak on the big stage and people always ask me, are you nervous? And, you know, no, not really. I just, it doesn't bother me. But it's kind of funny because when I went back to my speech classes and I remember a lot of the students that I taught, how much they freaked out about speech classes yeah. and hyperventilating. But now they're all on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook just <laughs> blowing it up with all these public speaking performances for, for like a lot of impromptu you know speeches. So we are having a shift that I think more people are going to understand the power of public speaking. So, um, ha so have you got to get on the big stage yet? Have you been able to be out there? Not yet. Nope. All right. Not I'm assuming, yet, but it's going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. What I'm assuming that some of it's just been because of the pandemic that a lot of virtual things have happened. So uh, my biggest, my biggest, it was virtual. Obviously, this last year, 15,000 people that I got to speak to. And it was just awesome. Biggest That's stage amazing. is 7,500 people that I've ever got to speak to. So let me just give you a little hint here. Once it's past 1,000, it really makes no difference for two reasons, just because it just doesn't make any difference. And number two, the lights blind you anyway, so you can't see the other people behind a thousand. So just, just as a, as a, you know, note of reference there, but uh, awesome. I'm excited. And I'm excited to see your journey as you get to the big stage. And so you'll have to take pictures, send them to me so I can post it and attach it to this podcast and say, she made it. She did it. She did what you wanted to do. So it's going to happen in the next year. It's going to happen. All right. Next year. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Why not? That, that's incredible. And um, that's a good goal for, for you to have. So network marketing was not anything that you ever ex expected to be in. And, and same with me. In fact, I, I swore off the industry myself because a lot of misunderstanding of the industry. You were in graphic design. Then, well, you went to preschool, obviously substantially different, uh, different um, than, than those industries or however you, you want, to, want to look at it. So if you're comparing uh, graphic design, preschool teaching, whatever, any other industry, and you're looking at network marketing, what would you say to the person who you said at the very beginning that they should really follow that career? Why would you say there's a difference between network marketing really in any type of career that really makes network marketing more attractive? For, for the common person that, that feels like that career path is the route to go? What, what, what would you say to them? Well, I think that we are so conditioned to believe that you are supposed to graduate high school, you're supposed to go to college, you're supposed to get a degree, and you're supposed to land a job, and you're supposed to be there and retire from that job. And I mean, who wants to do that? <laughs> I know, does that sound horrible? But I mean, that is just not in my body. Like I just don't have that drive to go to a job um, and work my behind off every single day for somebody else. And I wanna work my behind off for my family. Like I wanna work for, for my family and get us to the point where we want to be 
And in network marketing, I mean, you literally have control of that. You can work as hard as you want or as, as late, you know, as much as you want, it doesn't matter. And you have more control over that than if you do, you know, going to an eight to five job. I mean, I, I'm not going to go to my boss and, 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 you know, gravel for a 50 cent raise. Like I'm just not doing it and I don't have to, and no, nobody does that. That's the whole key here is there's opportunities out here that are different that you have so much more control over. So I guess it kind of comes down to a control issue, right? Like you can control the outcome. You can control your income. You can control your schedule. Um, you can control your raises. So I like that fact that I get to control, um, you know, my future way more than if I was just working for somebody else. Yeah. hundred percent. I uh, posted some things in iteachfreedom.com even this last week that says 70% or 75% of all people who have a degree are not even in the field that they are in anymore. And you are a, definitely part of that statistic. I am part of that statistic. I have both an undergrad as well as a grad degree, definitely part of the st statistic. And then it says Forbes also went on to say that 70% of people don't even like the job that they're in. And that's one of the things I love about network marketing is that ultimately it's just so exciting to be around people who want to better themselves. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the big things about network marketing that I, so I own several companies and the majority of those companies really benefit me and nobody else. They just don't, they just benefit my family. They benefit me. But the one thing about network marketing is it truly benefits the masses of people that we get to inspire and create. So I love that you said that so many wonderful things there. And, and I, I'm, I'm going to say this on behalf of you. I, you haven't said this, but I'm assuming, I, I don't think either of us are anti-college. We're not anti-degrees, oh, no. but at the same time, when you're looking at the, these, you, you got to understand what it is that you're really buying into. Is it, is it, is you're buying into the love of graphic design or are you buying into a career of graphic design? There's two different perspectives there. So. Well, exactly. For example, for graphic design, I mean, I thought I was going to graduate and I thought I was going to go to some advertising firm and be there and climb the ranks. And in all reality, I mean, you don't even really have to have a graphic design degree anymore. I mean, you just need a really good portfolio, but I will tell you, I loved going to college and I would totally be a professional student. So maybe that's where this, maybe that's where my network marketing career is taking me to just fund my professional student career that I'll have one day, because I love going to school and I yeah. love learning things. So, you know, maybe, maybe that's where I'm going with this. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Um, I hated college. Oh man. I loved yeah. it. <laughs> I hated college. Uh, and you know, the funny thing is I wasn't really a reader before college. I read, I, I got good grades in college, but I did not spend a whole lot of time studying. But uh, I, I tell you, since I've gone into entrepreneurship and in network marketing, for sure, I love reading. I listen to audiobooks more than anything else, but I love it. Absolutely love it. So I don't mind being a professional student when it's of things that I truly care about. But that whole college scene, that it, it really does. I, I, I have nightmares about that. If I have a nightmare, it's about college. Like, That's true hilarious. story. I have no other nightmares, <laughs> but that is... That is the nightmare is about college. Yeah. So you have to realize I went to art school. Yeah. So it was, I'm sure it was a very different experience for me than most people. I mean, it was, yeah. it was fun. It was fun. Now I have a question for you, Jason. So yeah. you listen to audiobooks, So do I. Mm -hmm. And I think I do that because I like to multitask. I listen in the car. I listen when I'm doing the dishes. 
yeah. when you listen to videos like training videos do you have to two times the speed as well because i can't watch anything in normal speed usually <laughs> because i like to multitask yeah I, it's usually one and a half for me <laughs> And the reason why, because when I do two times, I notice that I do rewind it a little bit occasionally. Yeah. I'm like, I just don't want to waste time rewinding it. So it's one and a half for me for the most part, uh, unless I'm with like anybody else. Like if I'm in my car and we're happen to be listening to an audiobook, I put it back to normal because I find that it drives a lot of people insane. So yeah, it's yeah. one and a half for me, but yeah, for sure. What, uh, well, let's just, let's just jump on that question. What are your favorite books uh, in entrepreneur world that have just changed your life? Oh, I mean, the, the regular one, like, um, go for no, go for no is one of my favorite books. I tell every person coming into my team, like you have to read go for no, because every time I read it, it changes, it, it changes my outlook. Every time I read it, I'm like, yes, I, I remember that last time. And I should yeah. have really dug into that. Cause I, I read it multiple times a year. Yeah. Um, and the four hour work week, mm -hmm. um, I would say the four hour work week has probably inspired me more to um create a four-hour work week than anything i mean i i want that life i want to create systems and organization and i want everything running smoothly because mm -hmm. you know i want to work smarter not harder yeah so those are probably my two favorite two yeah. favorite both great books absolutely um so four-hour work week i have i read that like probably the first year it got published it needs to be updated just so that everybody if yeah. you go read it now you're gonna be like this doesn't really apply so with the four-hour work week obviously talk about beach so just as a side question beach or mountains which one are you oh beach yeah wholeheartedly i grew up in colorado <laughs> so i kind of i got spoiled I just did. I got spoiled, but uh, I love the beach for sure. Uh, that's totally a digression of questions, but here we are. Anyway, um, so I appreciate you jumping on here. And I'm just going to ask you as we close and conclude, thank you for, for just dropping some awesome uh, information for people out there. Because I think when you look at network marketing, so I have businesses in drop shipping and wholesale, affiliate marketing, e-courses, e-books. That's my online presence. I own multiple drop shipping companies. Uh, but at the same time, I love network marketing. Network marketing is my favorite of all industries. Um, I would love to do network marketing more than any other companies that are out there. So I appreciate, again, you coming on here and just giving some perspective of, of all those things. So I'm going to kind of ask some questions in, in, as we wrap up here. And so you obviously were not a professional network marketer before you jumped into network marketing. I know that sounds kind of stupid for me to say that, <laughs> but I think it's important for people to say, you and I put our pants on the same way. Not that there's nothing special about you or nothing special about me, but when all of a sudden done, we're both just humans, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, because I don't want anybody on here to say, wow, you know, Stephanie, she's just like, she's just a superstar, and that's why she's successful in network marketing or, or she just knows how to say the right words to, and I'm going to put this in quotes. And if you're watching on YouTube, this is an air quotes, just to be able to manipulate people and to put it into, into the right context to make people sell. And listen, I understand that's not how it works, but, and so I appreciate you, you, you jumping on here and giving some just reality of the situation. So what is one of the things that now fast forward all these years you've been in network marketing fast forward what was the what was one or two things that you say I really wish I knew this before jumping into network marketing Oh um hmm probably I I wish I would have when I first started I wish I wouldn't have been so scared Like I wish I wouldn't have been scared to reach out 
to people who have more influence than me. I mean, there, guys, I've been in this for a few years now, and there are still people I'm scared to reach out to. Like, I have to like work it, work myself up to reach out to some people because we're human. And, you know, somebody who does have, when I say more influence, I mean, um, like on social media, more influence on social media, or reaching out to a business person who, you know, I really look up to and I really respect like that, that was very difficult for me in the, in the beginning. And, and I still struggle with it to this day. We all do. Um, but I wish when I first started, somebody would have said, just do it. Like just reach out to that person and don't be scared to do it because what is the worst that could happen? I've, I've, I've never lost a friend because I've asked them to look at what I'm doing. I've never lost a friend because I said, Hey, I think you would like this product. So when people say I lost all my friends, I find that hard to believe if you're doing it genuinely, right? Like if you're just genuinely saying, I think you would like this. Um, and, and I just, I wish I, that's what I wish. I wish I would have just had more courage to really get out there from, you know, right out of the gate because that courage had to be built over years. Yeah. And you just said something that I think so many people need to understand. I, I had a conference here in Atlanta with my team this last week. So we, we've been doing all these virtual watch parties for our big conventions. We had one here last week in Atlanta. And, um, and one of the things that we specifically talked about, you know, people, people all the time, well, oh, you know, that's one of those pyramid schemes or whatever. And so then, then we started talking about, you know, how do we talk to somebody who says, well, is that one of those MLMs? Is that one of those pyramid schemes? And ultimately, you know, one of the things that you just said was that people say, well, I lost all my friends. That's not MLM's fault. That's not network marketing's fault. No. That is the technique that you are going on to share with them the product or the opportunity. So I'm glad that you said that because I think that so many people, there's a lot of people out there who just like, well, I lost all my friends. Well, we, we call that in the network marketing, we call it the NFL, the no friends league. Um, and you've, you've lost all your friends and it wasn't because of the company. It wasn't because of the product. It was because your technique was awful. And I will say this, that they may not have been really that great of friends anyway, if they're going to be all upset about this whole situation too. And I would also agree with you. I've been doing this now for 10 and a half years and I have yet to say anybody's not my friend anymore because of this. So right. to all of you who are listening, whether you're in network marketing or maybe you're considering network marketing or maybe you're even anti-network marketing, understand there's just some skills that need to be learned. There's a learning curve just like any other industry that's out there. So please take what Stephanie said and, and apply that because there is a learning curve and you're going to have to know what that learning curve is. So I, I appreciate that you said that. It's so, so powerful. All right. So since you're in network marketing, what is the biggest failure you have done in network marketing? Maybe even someone embarrassing that you're just like, oh, I can't believe I did that. And what'd you learn from it? Oh, you know, I mean, there's, there's stuff like that all the time, but. <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh, no, no, go for it. I mean, you know, when you, somebody makes a comment on a post, you reach out to them, right? And you ask if they're interested. Like I've done that before and it'll be somebody in my company, you know, like just trying to say, oh, you know, I really like that product or whatever. And, and that's embarrassing. Like I don't, I, I want, I don't want people to feel like I don't know who they are. Um, so I always get that like, Ugh. and, but sometimes you just, you know, they don't make a lot of posts. So you don't, I, I like to go to people's profiles, check it out. 
And, um, you know, sometimes you just don't see it. So that's always embarrassing. But, you know, in all reality, to me, like, I don't get embarrassed a lot. Like, we're all human. We all do silly things. Um, I've had many lives that didn't work right. And, you know, I'm sideways or whatever. It happens. And you just move on. It, it's not that big of a deal. We're all human. Yeah, 100%. Guys, that's the thing. When you mess up, it's all right. We are human. Move forward. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. So a couple more questions that we're going to be done here. Uh, if you could step in my shoes as the person who has the podcast interviewing Stephanie Baker, what would you have asked yourself that I didn't? Ooh, my goodness. Um, I would have asked me, gosh, that's a hard one. Okay. Um, how about my favorite part of network marketing, right? My favorite, and I guess we kind of did touch on this. My favorite thing about network marketing is the constant learning. Like I said, I could totally be a professional student and there is, there are so many resources out there for you to be successful. I mean, there is no reason why somebody should come into this industry and feel lost because there's just an array of information from so many different people um, that you can pull things from and just put together your own systems and your own plans and just be successful. So I, I love the fact that there's this industry is growing and we have so many great leaders who are pouring into us every day and not just from my company, from everywhere. I mean, you can access free trainings everywhere. Yeah, wholeheartedly. Clubhouse, I don't know how much you're on Clubhouse or if you even get on there. I, 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 it's rather addictive. And uh, so I have not been reading as near as much as I have because there's so many, you know, seven, eight figure earners that are on there and just dropping bombs all the, st all the time from the network marketing industry. And there's not part of my team or anybody else's team. They're just giving information. So with that being said, so it kind of goes along with your question. And uh, what, what book are you reading right now or listening to? What book or I am not reading anything right now. I uh -oh. am launching a new, I am launching a new company and I am putting everything into that. I am Understood. not reading anything right now. I will be honest. <laughs> no, that's fine. That good honesty is the best policy. So no big deal. All right. So as, as we wrap up here, uh, when you're not building business, I think I might already know the answer to this, but I'm going to let you, I'm just going to let you say it anyway. What is your favorite thing to do when you're not doing your business? Hang out with my family. Um, my, my, my eight year old son, he's a redhead. He's awesome. And I have a new puppy and we just hang out and we're outside almost all the time. Awesome. Awesome. I figured that's what you were going to say based upon a couple things that you already <laughs> said. So I understand that wholeheartedly. Well, very good. I, I appreciate you, uh, jumping on here. I hope, uh, that our listeners were inspired. I was encouraged. And I think there was just some great nuggets that, that you dropped to help people really connect and understand. So with that being said, how can people, if people want to connect with you, how can they connect with you? Um, they can find me on Facebook, Stephanie Baker. Um, I don't have my website up and running right now because like I said, I'm launching a new company and we are are just now getting to that part. So find me on Facebook, find me on Instagram. I'm there and I'm friends with you, Jason. So yeah, yeah. You know, if you're looking for me, that's where I'm at. Awesome. Well, Stephanie, thank you so much. And uh, as we close, what I always like to do, and maybe I'm going to put you on the spot for this, is there a famous quote or saying or thought that, that you find yourself repeating often? Oh my gosh, I literally share quotes with my team every single day. Um, oh, I need to think about that. 
Um, I like this. I don't know the exact verbiage. I have it on my phone, obviously, but um, the, the tree quote, right? The one about you're not a tree, you're not planted, like you can move. And I think that's really important, um, not only for people who are not in network marketing yet, um, but for people who are in network marketing yet, because what I try to tell my team is you are a professional marketer and you can like you can pick yourself up and you can reinvent yourself. You can pick yourself up and you can pivot what you're doing and change direction. Like with network marketing, you have all the power to do that. Like you don't have to go and ask your boss if you can, you know, try something new. Like you're the boss, you get to try something new and it's really exciting. And I think that that's what makes network marketing so exciting. So I just like to make sure my team knows that like, you know, this is their playground. Like they, they get to do what they want to do in this, in this, in this industry and to use that to their advantage, try different things. Um, you know, if you've always thought that, you know, doing X, Y, Z would be so fun, like figure out how to work that into your business, like figure out how to do the things that make you happy because you can, like, you're not a tree. You're not planted there. Like get up, move and do something that makes you happy. I love it. I love it. People need to understand that we have the ability to change our future. We shouldn't dwell on the past. We're not a tree. hundred percent. hundred percent. Well, Stephanie, I appreciate you again, taking some of your time away from your family on spring break of all times. You could have been spending time with them, but I appreciate you jumping <laughs> on here and making this happen. And I know that uh, people are going to be encouraged and inspired by, by learning from you. And uh, so thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you. To everybody else, if you have not gone over to iteachfreedom.com, would love to connect with you over there. If you are a entrepreneur out there saying, I would love to be an online business, but I don't know what to do. Well, make sure you fill out that survey because right at the beginning, it'll let you jump on a call very similar to this, where I just get to talk with you and kind of show you what is out there on the online business world. There's no sales pitch, just great information to help you. You will be able to legitimately get off that call and jump into any online business. And so I'd love to have you go there. If you have not liked or subscribed to this podcast or this YouTube channel, as always, I appreciate that too. You guys have a great day.